This is Tommyong C, your weekly supply of the dark side, not just the dogmatic narrow view of the Jedi. Hello, everybody. My name is Josh Roach. I am Michael. Just Michael. Mr. Michael Pappas. How's it going? Good, man. Good. I uh, I painted today. Yeah. Gotta love it. Domestication is not my uh, specialty. (laughs) Is that a word? I made it a word. Fornication and domestication. Fornication I can do. Domestication I cannot do. <laughs> being well, domestified. Being being domestified. You can't, you can't fornicate if you're domestified, right? Yeah. Right. It's one or the other, you know. I prefer the, yeah. the latter. But uh, no. So I, I'm starting to get things ready to have another human live in the house. So yeah. I started painting. And let me tell you, you know, you put a podcast on, start rolling a wall, you know, you get into it a little bit, you know, you miss a spot, try not to miss a spot, rinse and repeat. It was fun. I fucked it up, though. I have to redo some shit. Do you know that you can get like air bubbles on in when paint yes. dries? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you, get, what, you got you got the latex or you got the uh, oil based water based the water based so, latex oil based or we had when we got the, this place we had the whole place repainted with um, like Benjamin Moore water based I think mixed the primer is like already mixed in make right. life easy so yeah, the bedroom I yeah I mean that's good paint right Benjamin Moore yep. so. We had leftover paint from when that room got painted, and we're keeping the wall the same color. It's like an off-white, because we're doing, like, Jenny has, like, graphic design in mind, and we're going to just, like, decorate the walls with frames and pictures and other stuff. So I was like, let me just use the paint that we already have before I go and buy, like, gallons of paint that we're not going to need, really. And, you know, in my mind, it's like, work smarter not harder so there's only one wall that has like scuffs on it the rest of the fucking room is pristine so i'm like let me just right. paint this one wall and my father-in-law was like you can't just paint one wall because it's not gonna look right and i'm like it's the same fucking color so it's gonna look right so i painted one wall and i think it dried and it kind of looks like the rest of the room but now there's bubbles so basically tomorrow i have to like chisel it and then I looked it up on YouTube. Like, all I have to do is, like, kind of sand it down, but not really, like, with the paint chisel thingy. And then wash yeah, the wall, basic. like, clean it. And then, and then like, go over it. So, anyway, long story short, I'm painting. And I signed up for the gym. I haven't signed up for a gym in five years. Went back to the gym. Sucks ass. <laughs> I hated working. Yeah, you the said it's really- been. What? Five years since, five years since you've been there? 
yeah, sequel trilogy time, like like mid okay. or early. Like, and the only thing that got me through the gym when I'd work out six days a week when I was like young, and beautiful and single was like Star Wars podcasts. Like I'd listen to Star Wars podcasts because I hated working out. I know Johnny hates working out too, and he still does it every day because he's got uh, he has more discipline discipline than I do. You know, yeah, that's where but. it gets me. Uh, it was actually uh, Star Wars that uh, I hadn't worked out in really regularly for forever. Um, and then 2015, I started uh, like getting back to getting to the gym and saw some good gains and stuff, and was really feeling good. Um, and even within just like a couple of months, you could tell I was looking a little bit better. And then. As I got into this routine and then uh, went out to Anaheim for celebration out there in 2015 and had every intention of working out when I was out there, like going to the gym with my buddy and stuff. And uh, yeah. that didn't happen. And it just so once once I had that break, it's like then I didn't go back to the gym for like two years, barely. So That's what happens. Yeah. It's just like once you lose that momentum, it's really hard to kind of climb yourself out of that. For me, because it's easy to get comfortable, you know. Right. Um, but now I now I'm not I'm going for all these different reasons, right? Like back then, you know, it was uh, to just get in shape, um, to look better. Now it's like, and to feel better, of course, too. But like now it's like I want to be able to stay alive, and, like not die, so right. I can like enjoy <laughs> having a kid, you know, like. There, there's like blood circulation and blood pressure issues and cholesterol and I mean, body fat, obviously. And, and, you know, I don't want to go into cardiac arrest. I want to take care of my body. So I'm going in for like the real ethical health reasons, you know? Right. Well, I've got a picture of you at the gym or a video. Did you see it? What? Oh, yeah, that was me. There he is. You can see it's your face right there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that dude honestly, like I, I was uh when I was younger, you know, about twelve years ago, I was crazy out of my mind like that. Not like the rock, obviously, but um right. and other things got important. So you know, Man. you get older, you know, priorities, priorities change and uh yeah, like your goals kinda change, but you, you can lose sight of some other things, so Trying to learn some balance. Uh, yes, balance, balance in the for- it's it's uh, it's hard to achieve that balance, but um, there's few that have, I think. But uh, those that do, you know, yeah. Good. I think I, I got to show you when you you say balance. I think, yeah, I think Ahsoka Tano. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And this is while so I just got back from Galaxy's Edge, um, down in Florida. So one of the things I got was the uh, Sukkotana lightsabers. Oh snap! The Clone Wars lightsabers. So they're pretty. They're pretty sweet. But nice. um, man, I spent way too much money while I was down there. Just trying to yeah, we're, for, let's uh, see all the goodies. Trying to look for a blade here. Yeah, the uh, the Sukkotana lightsaber is pretty sweet. Uh, this one, because so for those of you who are watching on uh, Facebook and YouTube. Um, you can see this. Maybe you can, if I can get the blade in here. There it goes. There we go. 
Maybe. What am I doing wrong, Mikey? You need, you, you need to put it on the charger. Yeah, oh, there you go. Oh, it's green with my green screen. I was like, what? But, uh, Why do you have... <laughs> what is that, the Darksaber? But it says white? But then it switches. That's what's uh, cool about the Ahsoka Tano ones, is it goes from blue to green. Yeah. So that was pretty sweet. But nice. I wanted to... I, that, that was something I was thinking about, and I wanted to run that by... Uh, you guys and anybody who might be listening. I know Heather's out there. Um, maybe Bill can interject. I'd like to hear his thought on this. So in the Clone Wars season seven, the last season, right? Um, Anakin gives Ahsoka her lightsabers back. Yeah. And he switches her, somehow switches the color from green to blue, which is why they did this with this lightsaber. Yeah. Well, both of them or one of them? Both of them. Both. So they're both blue now. One okay. of them actually, I thought, I thought used to be a little bit green or a little bit yellowish, but I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I don't, I didn't know if you had any kind of an idea of why. Cause like, he's like, Oh, I made him even a little bit better. But, and how? How do you do that? So, like, you, you can bleed a lightsaber crystal and make it red. You can heal it and make it blue. Or heal it and make it white. So, what do you well, do? Just, one like, of, sweet talk it and make it blue? I think one of several things happened. Like, the obvious to me is that he wanted to, you know, you know how senseis, like, leave their... Um, symbol on their on their students right you know i mean in martial arts it's done all the time but in in samurai i think too there's uh the colors and like the color of the, their armor or whatever it like it represents their their uh their master's dojo or whatever so like anakin's blue he loves blue him and obi-wan are blue they rock the blue so i think like he was I think he's giving a nod to his Padawan that, like, you've you've uh, finished your training. You know? Like, mm. you're equal to me now, so to speak. Right. So there, th- that's one thing. How, how did it change actual color from, from a canon perspective, from what I know, and I could be wrong? The only way that would be possible is if he swapped the kyber crystals inside the sabers. Because when you bleed a crystal... We know that it does not turn blue. And from what I know outside of Legends, you can't augment a crystal's, a Kyber crystal's lightsaber color unless you turn it red from whatever color it initially was. So that's the only way. He probably swapped the crystals. Yeah, that's all I can think of too, but... I don't know. It's interesting. It's interesting that yeah, he were to do that. And it kind of seems like a really like private thing, like a no-no thing to do, like to take apart somebody else's lightsaber, replace the crystal. Because, you know, they put them together with like the force and stuff. It's like a very, uh, I don't know. Like when is, when is Anakin Skywalker so orthodox? And when is He's Ahsoka not. so orthodox in that regard, too? I think that speaks to to both of their personalities and their relationship really, really well. It's obedient. 
Yeah, so speaking of Anakin, I had to get Darth Vader's lightsaber as well. Nice. It's pretty pretty awesome. I got Darth Vader's. I already I got I got Luke's. I already had Luke's. Uh from Return of the Jedi. And then I got uh just because Grace, who's sitting here uh trying to shoot shoot at you guys. Say hi, Grace. Hi. Hi. Um she really liked Princess Leia, so we got Princess Leia's. So, oh, nice. but I like I like how they uh, they're like the same style, like Obi Wan style, like the thin neck yeah. lightsaber blade. Princess Leia's is really nice. I don't know how well you can see in this camera, but it's like inlaid with like marble. It's awesome. That's Alderanian marble. Yeah, from the uh, from the ruins of Alderaan. Yeah, from asteroid space dust. Yeah, I got uh, got all kinds of stuff there, man. We had a great time. Did you? Uh, I'll I'll play this video real quick, uh, or part of it at least, for everybody watching, um, and then kind of walk through it with you guys. Of uh, so, Grace, do you want to tell everybody what we flew? What What did we fly? Falcon. We ride the blue Falcon. And we got to drive it the first time. Awesome. Yeah. And she was very excited to uh, fly the Millennium Falcon. We uh, we did like the, there's like a ride sharing thing that you can do when you have kids. Uh, so like my son, Luke, is liter- was literally, oh, man, like just hairs too short for most of these rides oh, like no. they go up and have you they have you stand at the thing you know and you're supposed to your head's supposed to come up to it they couldn't yeah. even fit their finger like in between his you know his head and the post and they're like yep, yeah it's too short too short can't do it uh so sucks. you should have put you should have put like extra large heel shoes on him or something that's what i was saying that we we should have just like put a some sort of lift in him or or something you know all right, here we go. Full size this. This is our uh It's me and Grace going in to uh the Falcon. And uh they've got this sweet animatronic of Hondo Anaka up there. So awesome. And uh yeah, so it's pretty sweet. Like, we actually didn't have to wait in line very much um, because we got, uh, not because of the the lightning lane thing that we bought, which I thought was a waste of money. Man. Yeah, well, it could save you some time depending how packed the park is. The park, I think, was pretty packed. How are you guys? How are you? Do- Can you see the video playing or is it frozen it, for you guys? I, it froze for me. Start, ah, there you go. It's starting to move. There you go. It's speeding up. You can see it's yeah. running through. So, like, the whole th- Even when you're in line, though, there's so much to look at. And this is yeah, us walking yeah, into the Falcon. It. Like, the whole and, experience, like, once you get over to the ride, you're, you're kind of in this, like... You're yeah, immersed, and stuff- you're immersed into it immediately. Yeah, there's stuff I guess you can do that uh, 
all the arobesh like you can translate but we didn't have time to do that with uh through ar on the phone right yeah yeah oh man i must have to get a better video card it's a macbook man it's a it's a newer macbook it should be uh <laughs> working pretty well but i had uh i had my dice i, I know you gave it to, you gave it to her right yeah and we hung them up on the falcon that's amazing let's see heather told me that it froze hopefully it's it's back up uh, it's just choppy what you should have done is uploaded this to YouTube, and we just play the YouTube video. That's what this is. Oh, really? I'm playing this straight onto YouTube. Yeah. So, well, anybody me, who's uh, send me the link. Send me the link and let me and give me shareability because my graphics card is pretty good. The beast. Let me see. I got away from my computer to catch up. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Send me the link. Yeah, baby. Grace, come over here and tell everybody what you thought of flying the Millennium Falcon. Come over here and tell everybody. Go ahead. Go ahead. I love the driving. You love driving it? And we actually flew. Yeah. It actually moves. I know. Daddy told me. What and what what else did you like about uh, about Star Wars Land? Um, meeting the guy with the saber with the stormtroopers. You're meeting the stormtroopers. Yeah, and and, and then he gave me a handshake too. Yeah, he gave you a handshake. Yeah, so cute. When you when you weren't gone, when you were gone. When I was gone. Yeah, he gave me a handshake. And then we went into another spaceship. Remember? Oh, and then what happened to us? What ship? Remember when we were with the resistance? Oh yeah, and then we got we got in the big uh, stormtrooper, and the big room had a lot of stormtroopers in it. Oh, was that Rise of the Rise of the Resistance? Ah, okay. You didn't like that? How come you didn't like it? Scary. Was it was scary? Didn't like it. Oh, she didn't like it. She uh was convinced like this is all happening. So we rode the we rode the Falcon, and she was totally fine with the Falcon. You know, first you know you can see her in the video. For a second, she's like, "Is this all real? Like, are yeah, we yeah. okay?" And I'm like, "Okay, I got you, I got you." She's like holding my hand across yeah, there. Yeah. I'm like, "I got you, I got you." And then, uh, so afterwards, um, I don't know if I put it in the video, but I asked her, "I was like, did you like that and stuff?" She's like, "No." And then I was like, "Did you you didn't like doing it?" She's like, "Oh yeah, I did, I I did." And but then she went and rode on it again with my wife, so she was fine with the Falcon. She did the Falcon three times. Nice. Once with me, once with my wife when we did the ride chair thing, and then we went back like as the park was closing and like ran. You did it again. Yeah. And uh so she loved the Falcon. But then when we went on Rise of the Resistance, she was not a fan because they were gonna interrogate her, right? Scary. That damn first order. Yeah, they take you into this holding cell 
where they're going to interrogate you. And then, uh, spoilers, if anybody doesn't, you, you mind hearing, Mikey? You mind hearing? No, I mean, I've seen, I've seen a bunch of videos already, so... Yeah, Fine. yeah. So uh, when they when they put you in that room and then the resistance cuts a hole in the wall, uh, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we're with the resistance. Come with us," you know. And uh, she goes, "She's like, my wife is holding her. She's like, go. What are you waiting for? Like, get out of here." Right. Like, oh, we gotta wait for our turn. She's like, "What if they come back? Like, go. <laughs> we gotta get out of here now. <laughs> like, Kylo Ren could be back any second. Dad, grab a we blaster." <laughs> and then the Kylo Ren cut through, and we saw it in the and baby and we were, what's his name with the legs? BB-8. No, the one with a little C-3PO. No, the one, the one that I have. Dio. I don't know. Like R2? the one with the bot face with the little red. R two D two. Yeah. Yeah, R2-D2, yeah. Yeah, yeah R2-D2 came to save us, too. <laughs> yeah, she uh, she she was frightened when Kylo Ren's lightsaber came through the ceiling after us. Uh-huh. So that was that was pretty good. No, it was it was sweet just to watch, uh, you know, like with all this, what I'm always saying, just to watch her experience it. I just had a grin on my face the whole the whole time. She must have thought I was crazy or like snapped. <laughs> Dad, how are you not scared right now? We're getting and, interrogated. And some of the stormtroopers caught us. Some of the stormtroopers did catch us, huh? Yeah. Oh man, good thing you got out. But, got away. You got back got to. You got out of there. I know. You got I back got, to Michigan. This from Star Wars land. There's yep, Dio. She got, yep, she got Dio from the Droid Factory. What else nice. did we get, Gracie? I got oh, this is uh, this is going in my man cave. Um, what is it? Oh, you got hollow chess. Yeah, I got the uh, hollow chess, the Dejaric board game, and yep. you flip it over and it's checkers Dada. as well. Oh, that's amazing. That's that's probably something that I would have taken out of that store. Like, what'd she say? What's up, Gracie? So uh, she but, wants me to move the uh, the Ahsoka lightsaber so she can put Dio uh, up there. Okay. No, so I can show how it works. So you, uh, so, we can't show how it works up here. So you guys right. bought every single lightsaber, every, every right. character lightsaber, basically. And I know what Darth I can Maul do. And Count Dooku. Yeah, so uh, Count Dooku's was there. Darth Maul's was there. Uh, Cal Kestis's is there now. And I saw so that. they're really pushing... Yeah. All that. Um, there's a reason for that, that, by the way. There's there's a huge reason for that. I think. Yeah. Um. I was just. I'm not sure who's report who was reporting it. It was best in, best in bulletin. But I think making Star Wars also had the the initial lead. Um. Was it last week? Right. I. It, I mean, not it, even. I think it was so, early early this week. Early this week. I am in the dark from everything from like last week. Um, yeah, no, like I, I think, uh, I mean, I don't know. I was halfway through work with my like ADD. I was, I remember texting with in our group with like Heather and Bill. Um, apparently, yeah, live action Calcestis is, is going to be a thing. So he's a great actor, that kid. I watched him in Shameless and the voiceover work is awesome. And the mocap stuff he did in Fallen Order is great. So I'm psyched. I, we we've talked about this before. How that 
that is like yeah. an untapped opportunity for them. And we, we talked a lot about how uh, like the writing was on the wall for it with all the stuff that they've been starting to sprinkle in. And then we, they had him at Galaxy's Edge promoting the lightsaber. Um, yeah. But I, I'm trying to find the article. I, I saw the other day that uh, I'm not seeing it on making Star Wars or on Bespin. But somebody uh, somewhere I saw an article that um, Friday, I think it was Friday, is going to be uh, a Tales of the Jedi panel. That's what it is. Yeah. It's ta- Tales of the Jedi is going to be, and maybe it'll be a one-off episode, but I maybe not. Maybe he'll have like a like a three arc, four arc, or a one-off, or maybe it's the Tales of. I can't see it being titled Tales of the Jedi and it just being you know about the surviving padawan of order 66 it's got to be more than that maybe tales of the jedi every season will be a different jedi's path story yeah so like season one could be cal and then season two could be another jedi from like um the high republic or the old republic or um beyond the sequel trilogy maybe may dare i go there but uh yeah we'll, we're gonna have to wait and see that panel is when before i cut you off I think it's Friday. I think I was hearing that the Tales of the Jedi panel was Friday. Um, I think I might have put it on a note here. No. Yeah, I'd have to search for it. But it'll be... it'll be. Uh, yeah, I think what you're saying could work well. Like, the anthology worked well for, for the Clone Wars. So, the anthology, like an anthology take on a Jedi show would be pretty sweet. Yeah. I I think, I think that's, that's what it's going to be. If I had to guess. And one main focal point or reason, so to speak, that I believe that to be the case is because the anthology films that they had this whole idea for to, to do anthology films in between um, the numerical, the, the the episodes, was supposed to keep continue on past Solo and past Rogue One. So now that we're on the the series format on streaming, that's a perfect. Uh, well, the platform's perfect, but that that show seems to be like the a perfect one out of all of them that they have in the queue right now. Yeah, yeah. I hope that. Uh... So I was, I know we were in our group chat, we were talking about uh, Moon Knight, um, I think earlier today, or maybe it was yesterday. Yeah, um, I didn't see the, I didn't see the third one yet. So I I just, um, my wife's working right now, taking like the, the triage calls and stuff, but mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, when she's not on a call, she's just, she's here. Um, yeah. So generally there's a little bit of a lull at some point when we were, we were trying to sit down and eat dinner. And uh, then after that, we were trying to watch Moon Knight. So we put on Moon Knight and get about yeah. three minutes through it. She's got a call. And then she comes back. We watch a couple more minutes. So we barely got, th- and then I'm trying to get ready for this. Uh, so we barely got through the first episode, but the, something that was jarring to me was the CG. Really? Did that stand out to you? I mean, I haven't seen episode three. But in the first two episodes, episode one. Mm, okay, sorry. No, I, I, uh, I don't know if I was picking it apart in detail or articulating like the CGI. 
And like I'm, I'm just so numb. I'm so numb to CGI now, Josh. Like it's like, I, and I'm not, you know, not much of it impresses me anymore, right? Right. So I'm not picking it apart like I like I used to. Well, neither do I really. But this was like, it was the car chase, mm. and then with like the, uh, the, the log. Was it that log that came the down? Logs, the logs that came down. The whole thing with the that whole that whole sequence. With yeah. the semi truck and the uh, what is it like the final destination or whatever you know and the what was he driving uh, ice cream? He was driving like an ice cream truck. Yeah, like a cupcake. He had a cupcake on top. Oh of it. yeah, he threw the cupcake in the guy's face. <laughs> and then, yeah. but yeah, when he goes in front, and then when the truck, the car slams into the truck. Yeah. And then uh, the SUV that the bad guys are driving was yeah like CG the whole time, and. I, and then the logs when they all come down so it was just like the rest of it looked good but that yeah. whole sequence and i was like uh i think this was being talked about uh, uh jason and rob were talking about this the other day about how we're not getting like large scale spectacle on disney plus like you don't if, if we were to have gotten the sequel trilogy but just in a uh like a disney plus format like instead of seven, eight, nine, we got like uh, the Mandalorian, but you know we wouldn't have gotten the like the great big chase of the Millennium Falcon through the Star Destroyer right. graveyard in Jakku, like big spectacle things like that. The space battles wouldn't be a bit as big in Last Jedi. Well, no, you, and... you you get the spectacles, but you get them in the in the grand finale. You don't get the so the the beginning, middle, and end, the intro, body, conclusion of a storyline. You you get like fragments of like action based CGI. You don't right. get a roller, a John Williams, like orchestrated roller coaster for five to 10 minutes. You're not going to get that with series formats and 35 minute episodes. And because the majority of the budget is going to go to those larger scale, epic finale episodes. So the difference between the cinematic format and the series format is just, it takes longer buildup. It's a longer buildup to get to, that point and it almost makes me feel psychologically like when we get those big conclusions like we got in mandalorian both seasons it's like were we just was it more impactful because of the because of the patiently waiting and so we were more we were thirsty right we were thirstier for for like an explosion to happen and i mean an explosion metaphorically you know where like you mentioned force awakens like that Falcon ride through the Star Destroyer on Jakku happens within the first 30 minutes of the film. And, like, you're on a ride, like, right away for, like, the, the whole intro body conclusion of the whole entire two hours and eight minutes. And you don't get that, right? Like, and, and, the, and the Boba Fett, to me, just was really slogging. Like, with the flashbacks, and we've talked about this, but they needed to have another arc, another action arc in the first hour of episodes, yeah. the first two to three episodes. There needed to be a little bit of that roller coaster ride because Star Wars is always about a roller coaster. I mean, it's 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 opera, space opera for a reason. And an opera is your highs and your lows, your highs and your lows. Like that's that's the you know the dance, right? Like you need a dance. It's a dance with like the action, the music, the drama, the suspense, the comedy, and you know, with a series format, I think they're still trying to figure out that formula and that piece. 
Yeah, and that's what. But when and then when you have like this spectacle, though, that's the problem. I think that they're they're probably saving for what's at the end of Moon Knight, mm. and so this got shortchanged. But that's yeah. like what scares me. If we're going to be getting more, like if we're getting Tales of the Jedi, we're going to be getting uh, like an anthology of if it's just like one episode of Cal Kestis, one episode of Quinlan Boss. Like, think of how pissed T is going to be if the Quinlan Boss episode gets shortchanged because they're saving up for the I don't know the Mace Windu episode at the end of the season. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. No. That, that would suck. And you know I'm a big Quinlan fan, too, so I'd, I'd be pretty bummed as well. Right. Um, and Sal, too. I mean, can you imagine? Yeah, well, that that's why I think it's important that movies come back and, and that series, the Disney Plus series, stay, become B-tier. I think some of the Mandalorian content, to me, is A-tier in Star Wars canon right now in live action. I mean, those Luke episodes, to me, are A, A-tier, if not A-plus. You know, maybe maybe season two is A-minus. But, no. Wait. Season two. I'm sorry. I was thinking of Boba Fett. Maybe the Boba Fett Luke is like a minus. But long story short, I think that we need cinematic storytelling format, and we need the the series for all the points that you're bringing up. You know, the budget constraints, the CGI constraints, the limit, the limited character screen time in in just you know, oh no, give him an episode. Give this. He'll appear as a cameo in this episode or this. And I, and I think they get shortchanged because they they want to tell this longer story, but they're also they're also what's the word like drawing out? You know what I'm trying to say? Right? Like, yeah, yeah. Kind of they're drawing it out. out too. You know, without yeah. having the without having the put the time, the screen time, the the dollars into the screen time. Right? Like if you have two characters talking and you have a conversation going on an extra two to five minutes, they could save tens of millions of dollars by not. By not using that time to to lengthen the CGI action yeah. action based scenes, which 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 is shortchanging on Star Wars, and you don't shortchange on live action Star Wars. You shouldn't, because it's cream of the. It's supposed to be like, it's supposed to be the trendsetter, the innovator, the the you know, the the block breaker, if you will, the ceiling breaker. Yeah, it's supposed to be what shatters the the glass ceiling, not what's uh. I don't know. It's supposed, yeah, it's supposed to be like the, it's supposed to set the scale. It's supposed to, you know, set, set the, the bar for everything else, not yeah. uh, be inhibited by the bar. So, so um, Bill, I, I'm not saying that, that Luke and Boba wasn't amazing. It was amazing. I'm just saying like Mandalorian season two for me was, was that much more impactful. First of all, it's the first time we see post ROTJ Luke, like in, in, in that raw form that we want that we want to see him in and it was action based where you know the you know the um the empire strikes back throwback stuff that we got with grogu was absolutely amazing i cried i cried i was talking to you and i was talking to josh today i saw it i did cry but now that i sit with all of that like luke like fucking up those battle droids you know gideon's battle droids was like you know I have flashes of that imagery in my head sometimes randomly when I think about Star Wars. This comes up. Really impactful. And the music, right? So so the way the music plays with you when you're figuring out that it's Luke and you're watching him and, and, and you know, 
you know what hum kind of comes into play. It's like, ugh, you get chills. Yeah, it's it's uh, really impactful. I think I'm lagging again for some reason. We're gonna get you a new. Uh, we're gonna get you a PC, like a tower with a graphics card. That would that's help. what I need. That's what I need. Yeah. Hold on one second. I just here. so I yeah, that's something that I want to tell you about. I I bought a new graphics card today. Oh, and then there was one. Well, since I'm by myself, I'm gonna tell everybody I got a graphics card today. So. If uh, you're a gamer, if you're not a gamer, um, it's been really hard to get like computer parts because of the semiconductor shortage. So the and and also, are you here? I don't know what's going on. All right, now can you back. hear me? And we're back. We're back. we're back. And we've got and we've got the combination. <laughs> we've got the combination. I don't Fuck know what just it. happened. Fuck I don't know what it. happened. What? Go as back soon to as everything putts. went bad and everything was like going crazy, um, our viewers went up, and now yeah. they're going back down. Yeah, you know why? <laughs> because the, the internet thrives on negativity when shit goes bad. If I if, if I just like stream myself going over to your house and slapping you in the face and walking away, we'd have a thousand viewers in like a minute. Do it. Come I over should. anytime you want to. Like, just randomly show up, uh, and just walk up and. Yeah, we'll see. See how right. that does for us. Just tell Gracie like it's an act. You know, we're 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 auditioning for uh, Rise of the Resistance season two. Man, just so you know, you would probably get attacked by by two children with uh, lightsabers if if you do. Yeah, no, they're scary when they're you know when you mess with their pops. I'm sure they're pretty scary. So, um, so yeah, yeah I, I was saying though before well, when you got off and you left me by myself in my own staring at my own face, uh. I actually got a new graphics card today. Today, I went and got one. It's just yeah, I need to. Uh, I need to. Do well, they're they're easier to get now. Like the past, I'd say twenty four months or two and a half years, they've been really difficult because one, the semiconductor shortage, um, supply chain issues, and two, crypto miners, crypto farmers were using all the graphics cards like that were being produced or mass produced and they were buying all of them to to mine crypto and that's slowed down now because regulations have and and um uh taxes have been put in place for crypto mining so if you're getting if you're mining crypto you you have you, you get taxed on it. i'm sure they have ways around this but they've made it more difficult for them so with that, the demand went down a bit, and with the demand going down, and then the supply chain issues going away, and um, them increasing production on the semiconductors. Anyway, now you can get a fucking graphics card. Like you can walk in. Uh, I don't know what do you got? Fries, Best Buy. You got the Wiz. You got nobody beats the Wiz. Go over to nobody beats the Wiz. You got Crazy Eddie. You know Crazy Eddie. Prices are insane. I got. Uh, I got Best Buy. Yeah, that's about it. About it, I think. Yeah, so um, you should get yourself a graphics card. All in there. I, I mean, that. I have a decent Mac. I have a good MacBook. It does video editing great. I just don't know. I don't know what. Uh, I don't know. I we 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 were talking about uh, starting a guild or starting to play some uh, the Old Republic, and I definitely need a better computer for that to uh, yeah. play some stuff. Start sending me. Uh, Man, it's been forever since I built a computer. If you put together 
a shopping I'll build the whole thing. For yeah, me. virtually, I'll build the whole thing and send you the cart. Yeah. But just give yeah. me a budget, though, because we can cut corners in a few places that may not matter. So. How much are we? How much are we ballpark looking at to buy to build a new? To play a ten-year-old Star Wars MMORPG, probably like five, now, six hundred bucks. Okay. Well, all right. So, um, my buddy Sean, uh, one of the, yeah. Go ahead. Well, well, he's got he's uh, he was just talking to me, and I've got the I've got the Oculus. He's got the the Oculus Quest. He's got it. Um, you've got it. Uh, he was saying one of the the coolest experiences he's ever had is he he was playing uh squadrons on there mm-hmm. he sat down in his gaming chair he had squadrons going and yeah. just the immersiveness to be able to look around in yeah. your cockpit and stuff so he wants me to try and jump on that with him so how much are we talking to get a decent computer that's going to like if i'm going to spend some money and i want to do some things like you saw all the stuff i bought from star wars galaxy's yeah. edge like if, yeah. if i'm gonna do something i don't want to half dutch but i'm not i'm not i don't want to half-ass everything i'd say yeah. i'd say for a 2080 2070 2080 card and then like an i7 you want probably want at least 16 gigs of ram and like decent power supply decent board with a tower and probably want a good solid really state hard it. drive you probably want at least a terabyte Solid state. Yeah. Probably a grand. See, that's not bad. They'd probably do it for a grand. But you'll have that that's computer bad, for yeah. you'll have that computer for five to ten years. So I mean I've had this one for five to ten years and it's yeah, not worth so much. it's <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean that's what I'm saying. It's time for a new one. Uh you play squadrons in VR easily with your Oculus. Um they have wi- the if if your rig can handle it now, you can stream that right to the device. So no yeah. wire even, you could just stream oh, really? it to the to the device. Yeah, yeah. So the PC will run it, and then your headset will be the the monitor, so to speak. Well, that'd be sweet. Yeah, that's what I want to. That's what yeah. I want to shoot for, especially with, um, the the more I think that they're going to start leaning into like the VR gaming and stuff. I want to be able to do that. I want to be able to. Uh, it sounds like we got some good, you know, the Fallen Order two coming out. We've got some more game stuff uh, coming out that I want to be want to be on top of. Uh, that's another thing that I want to talk to you guys about. Um, just got Star Wars Lego Skywalker Saga. I had to go all over the place for it. Um, got yeah, why it sold out? Yeah, it's sold out like everywhere around. Really? There. Yeah. Huh. Uh, they, That's they did have some, they did have some PS5 at a couple of different places I went to, but the yeah. Xbox was sold out like everywhere I was going. Yeah. Um, GameStop, I finally went to GameStop and they had one copy that, uh, one of the guys that works there had just returned because he just like, they got the deluxe edition in or whatever. So he like, before he even opened it, he returned it for the deluxe edition. Right. So that's nice. the only reason I got it, but nice. uh, yeah, I was I was playing that with Grace um, yesterday, and we made it. Well, about how was it? Seventy five percent of the way through uh, the the Phantom Menace. Um, wow. Yeah, so I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it a lot. Uh, it's I like the new. I like that it's actually split screen now instead mm-hmm. of because when we were playing it before, uh, yeah, her and like I just... and the other one. 
you can't and you can't leave the boundary once you get there and you're like yeah right and she's just really started playing video games like period at all <clears throat> so she's still getting the hang of the analog sticks and trying to look around so most yeah. like probably 50 percent of the time she's just running into a wall and looking at her feet mm-hmm. running and you know on the other one it's like she's over running into a wall way over here and i'm trying to do something and it's not letting me go right but, uh with this with this uh she was uh able to go and kind of she was doing her own thing and it was so it was funny because she wanted to be obi-wan right and she kept saying like at a girl yeah, she, she would only call me master so my wife was like, it's the cutest thing to listen to you guys out here when she's doing work on her computer. And all she hears in there is, where are you at, Master? Master Jedi. That's let me, awesome. Let me find you. I need I need more training, Master Jedi. And uh, so she loved like, it. She sounds like you trained it pretty well, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. If I could get some of the... Uh, I'll try and get some more pictures for you guys. Even my son, you know, at, at Galaxy's Edge... Uh, he was he was uh, sword fighting with the lightsabers um, with my nephew and with I out like right outside the Millennium Falcon. It's all lit up and people were commenting on his stances because he's got like this cool. He holds a lightsaber out. and He's like got a squatted pose and he kind of does like a half Obi-Wan thing where he raises his other hand above his head. Yeah. And sits yeah. There and just waits for you to come at him. Yeah, but it's like, uh, like the more the more badass he makes, he can make his stance. Like the stronger he's going to be in his head. So exactly, he, <laughs> he's like Obi Wan does this thing with two fingers. He's just yeah, hanging out up here. So yeah, I'm gonna, I, I think I can do this. Yeah, it's so <laughs> but, cute. Uh, but yeah, she was she was loving that. Uh, she loved when we got to it. She surprised me because we uh, we landed on Tatooine. And she told my son, she's like, oh, we're on Tatooine now, buddy. We're on Tatooine. That's where you're from. Right. And I'm like, I was shocked that she knew that. I'm like, man, she's good. She's uh, she's soaking all this up. You're but, doing a good uh, job, Jedi Master Josh. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. I got a couple pictures I can show you. I love your uh, your Star Wars gear, by the way. Like your like like regular daily Star Wars clothes. You like that? Yeah, I I knew exactly what you were doing. You've got like, you've got uh, Han Solo shorts. I mean, yeah. who the fuck get puts together Han Solo shorts with like? Uh, and look at that. What is that? Is that uh, Batu uh, 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 cultured clothing uh, for the uh, the torso? Yeah, so I got I got the Han Solo shirt, like the the Star Wars, you know. Uh. Sure, yep. and then I'm, I'm not these, used to seeing it without the vest. So, all these hats, yeah. So that's another thing I got at uh, Galaxy's Edge was the vest while I was there. So I got it right here. Oh, now you've got you've completed the uh, cosplay. Got the vest and the and the shirt. Um, okay, but you see the hat. The uh, it's got the Millennium Falcon ears. My uh-huh. my yep. wife made that, and then we got my son. This is his Luke Skywalker cosplay. For Luke, I see. Yeah, even very, got the, yeah, At the beginning of the day, he even had the goggles. So, uh, and then Grace was Princess Leia. Um, but yeah, I made the, I made the shorts so I could still. Yeah, be how cool. did you make? How did they make those shorts? Like, did, did you just cut some Han Solo costume Halloween costume pants? Like, how did you do that? That's paint, man. So I got painters tape, and then I cut little strips. 
And then I covered the rest of it up with newspaper. And then we painted on there the red. That's impressive. Um, yeah, yeah. But then it kind of bled through. So we had to touch it up with black marker. But you can't even tell. You can't even tell. It was pretty, pretty cool. It's impressive. And then my, my wife also made, uh, she was Chewbacca. But I ended up carrying the Chewbacca satchel most of the day. But uh, that's her Chewbacca uh, mini or mini mouse ears that she made with the with the band oiler part there. Yeah, so cute. And then this was impressive. The hologram, the live action hologram, was really cool. So did it? Did it look like Daisy Ridley was really there? Like, I mean, you could tell it was supposed to be a hologram. It was supposed to be. This is supposed to be a hologram, and it looked like a hologram in real life, which is that's crazy. Really awesome. Yeah, I've I've seen them. I I saw one in Vegas when I was there for um, work the work conference I was at a few weeks back. They have these hologram technologies now that are literally like, like Star Wars. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I. Uh, it was. It was. It was weird. It was. Uh, it was shocking to me how how awesome it looked in person. Tried the uh, the blue milk and the green milk. The blue milk is definitely better, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, I don't know if it's the green milk from uh, from Jaco uh, from Jaco from Octu. Octu. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I'd, I'd, stick with, I'd stick with the blue after watching that get milked, you know. <laughs> then, hey, Bill uh, says. Uh, Bill says his favorite part was the uh, uh, the hologram too. He said it looked like a real hologram. Yeah, the hologram was sweet. Um, it's the, you, your son's gonna lose an eyeball with the lights if he hits the wrong button. I know. I saw him. <laughs> he was so proud of this lightsaber. I made this lightsaber out of duck ducking tape. And uh, and and like um, PVC pipe for him to complete his Luke Skywalker. But he was going around. He was proud. He was like, "My dad made this. My dad made this lightsaber." No, but he's this... giving you props. He's like, "Is he trying to sell him?" Like, you know, my dad will <laughs> right? make you one too. Come back to the hotel. We'll just get a lightsaber uh, craft party going on. Arts and yeah, crafts. There you go. <laughs> uh, bring him to bring him to uh, celebration with us, and boom. You can Dude, probably... that thing looks from this picture. It looks legit. Like that looks like a baby lightsaber, right? Yeah. I don't know if I got any other color uh, pictures up, but I had to snap this picture. This is when we were sitting at the uh, the. Um, I don't think it was the docking bay, but it was one of the other the Ronto roasters or whatever. Yeah. Um, and you've seen the meme that somebody made, like most powerful weapon in the galaxy or whatever. New Hope for the Galaxy, and then it's Luke Skywalker sitting there with a the lights pointed at his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so as soon as I saw him do that, I'm like, oh, gotta snap that picture. Yeah, has the meme meme ready. Yeah, here there's Grace on the Falcon. Awesome. And uh yeah, Vi Marati, Ray, and Chewbacca just kind of chilling outside the Falcon there. Now, can you like walk over to them, or there's like a protective thing you can't? So right there, right below the frame, like there's a protective thing. I don't think they're out among people as much. Right, they're now usually behind they... behind stuff, right, and like setting up for uh, <clears throat> for an acted scripted scene. Yeah, so it used to be like in the videos and stuff you would see, and I mean even at Disney back in the day, you know, you just have characters like kind of wandering around. Yeah, um, yeah, of course. You could approach them. They do your autograph. They take a picture with you, pose with you, and stuff. Now they're like, we, so we met princesses 
we went to, when we went to Magic Kingdom, we met um, like four princesses. Like it was like uh, something of Avalor and um, Cinderella, and we and the Tangled One, um, Rapunzel, and uh, they're all behind like red carpet, um, like divider things. You know, like you see in a movie theater or whatever. The rope. Yeah, because they're gonna get attacked like freaking uh, the Backstreet Boys fans by all little kids. <laughs> well, I think it's just like I think it's a, it, I think it's a COVID thing. So I don't know. Uh, I, I I don't spend enough. I haven't I haven't been to Disney since I don't know forever ago. Um, looking, I was like fifteen. Uh, I I went when uh, we when we were in Anaheim for a celebration. That's when I went. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, dude, I just noticed that on the Falcon here. Yeah. Right, right there is the training remote and the uh, and his oh, behind you. binoculars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the training and yeah. the blast shield, the helmet with the blast shield. Yep. Dude, that's awesome. That's awesome. But uh, I would have stole that. <laughs> I'm sure it's like I'm cemented kidding. down. Oh uh, yeah, you'd be surprised. They probably have cameras all over there, though. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm doing That's that. a nice shot. This one here. No, the Falcon shot you got. Oh yeah. Where was so that? Where, was uh... yeah. Where was that? Was that? So that is the main Falcon that's in Batu when you walk around. That's just from a yeah, different so that's, angle. That's in line. Um, oh, that is cool. In, yeah, so you get to look out over, and then in the video you can see like it wraps around, and Grace is looking out, and like we're right over the back end of the Falcon. But uh, yeah, this is so where that ship is up there is uh-huh. is kind of adjacent to where like the Ronto Roaster place is, I believe. That's where you but, eat, right? Yeah, I've done a bunch of the walk, the YouTube walkthrough tours, so like I feel like I've somewhat been there, but not really. Like right. I know the layout. I know the layout really well by now from watching for three years. Yeah, and it was pretty cool. Um, pretty cool being there. I have on my Oculus, I have one of the, uh, it's another Star Wars game, like something about Batu. Um, trying to remember what it's called. You actually go to Batu, like, and you're, you're there, and it's laid out just like the park, but it's just Batu. Nice. That's that, that's like the thing that, uh, man, I really want to go. Star Wars Celebration coming up. I know I wanted to talk about that. There's a few more guests, I think, that have announced for uh, Star Wars Celebration. But while we're there, if we can get into, uh, I know I know my, my, my buddy here, Moneybags, uh, Maximum Paps. No, I, I think she, I think. I, swings. No, I think, yeah, swings. I think I'm, I think I'm. Right now, I'm leaning towards yes. It's more. It's more yes than no. Uh, you got to get us in. You got to get us into uh, the Star what? Wars night. You got to get us in the Star Wars nights. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to get tickets for that. I think uh, the, the prices are going up. We may have to Craigslist them, or I may have to yeah pull some strings in terms of media passes, which would or these days would be more difficult than years back. But it's not impossible. So maybe, yeah. Now, um, so you you didn't buy your Star Wars nights, your After Dark, your After Dark Star Wars tickets. You don't have them. No. Okay. So did you? I no 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 no. 
I didn't even buy them in 2019. I just bought I just bought Friday's day pass. Friday's celebration pass was like a one day. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna touch base with like Garage and some of the boys and see see who we, what we can swing. Also, dude, shit happens. Family members get sick. People get busy with work. People can't get off. Something happens. So there's gonna be shit available. Like we, I just have to keep an eye on Craigslist by the like within the next week or so. Just start really being adamant about paying attention to it, and yeah. we should be able to find it. So that is that Friday night or Saturday night? I think it's Friday night. Uh, it's the twenty seventh. Okay, so it's definitely over the the weekend. I think that's yeah. That's that's Friday. That's Friday. Friday. Night. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Nice. So uh, yeah, if we can get into that, because that'd be because the one thing that got me about being there is uh, it's so packed. You know, if there wasn't as many people there, you yeah. can enjoy. It. And this, we went to Universal too, and we went to uh, we're big Harry Potter fans, mm. and so we went to Harry Potter Land, and that place is like. The one side that's at actual, I think it's the one that's at actually Universal. Um, so like Hogsmeade and the Hogwarts Castle and stuff. And mm-hmm. you're walking through the little Hogsmeade Village, and you you're like shoulder to shoulder. The whole nah, time. man, I can't. Nah. It's not comfortable for me, especially in the heat. Like, yeah, I don't do it. Yeah, but uh, so that's why I was thinking, like, man, Star Wars nights would be perfect. It's it's less people. Um, that are going to be there, you know, and the people that are there are serious about star, like they're serious about star Wars. Um, but yeah, we should definitely try to make that happen while we're at, uh, yeah. We're at celebration. Yeah, we will. And then, um, you know, there's going to be so many parties. There's going to be like five or six different parties and events outside of that. And even for the other nights, if we do go to that, we should go to Scum and Villainy one day or one one early evening after celebration. We should go to um, the downtown Disney area. It's going to have a bunch of events at the different restaurants and bars and stuff. So yep. it'll be cool. So of course, wow, surprising. Anthony Daniels, he hasn't made a Star Wars con in uh, 40 years. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, wow. right. We got, we got Amy Allen. I met her in 2015. Um, Ayla Sakura, Ashley Exan, of course. Blacker Santon, Carl Weathers is new. He's on there now. He's going to be there. Daniel Logan, of course. Uh, D. Bradley Baker, I think that's new. That he's on there. Um, let's see, we got Dickie Beer, Emily Swallow, the Armorer is coming. Moff Gideon, Giancarlo Esposito, Ian McDiarmid. Jet Lucas is going to be there. Is that George Lucas's yeah. son? Yeah. Z- yeah. Zet Bukasa, who played. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was uh, the, the assistant librarian. So he was one of the students that uh, works with Heather uh, on, an, on a regular basis. And then, you know. Yeah, he worked with uh, Jocasta New uh, Golden yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. he also got gunned down in front of uh, Bail Organa. Bail Organa, yeah, yeah. Yona uh, Swatamo, Chewbacca, uh, her new Chewbacca, Katie Sackhoff. And then Katie O'Brien... From the Mandalorian, yeah. Uh, who does Katie O'Brien play in the Mandalorian? She's got to be the armor. She's got to be the armor. No, that's Emily Swallow right here. Oh. The armor oh. Mandalorian. Huh. Interesting. Uh, let's see. Kevin yeah. Thompson, Chubre, 
uh, one of the one of the Wookies, I believe. Matt Lanter is going to be there. Uh, Matt Lanter actually had to go in for an emergency surgery like a week ago. Yeah, right. Uh, I think he's recovering, but um, let me see if there's any kind of an update on that. But I know that uh, that kind of blew up all over my my feeds for a minute. Wow, there, he's got Matt. two months. He's got two months. He'll be fine. Yeah. No, he's no, he's got a month and a half. I lied. Yeah, it's coming up, man. It's coming up. Yeah. yeah. Shock T is going to be there. The actually Shock T who played Shock T. Uh, canonically, can, canonically not beheaded by, not murdered by Grievous, correct? Maybe canonically, that, not murdered by Grievous, and canonically right. not. So she had two deleted death scenes in Revenge of the Sith. Well, she was going to die during Order sixty six, right? And then that got cut too. Yeah, she was uh, she was in the temple, and I think Anakin just like walked up behind her and then just like turned on his lightsaber and impaled her. Got it. Sam Witwer and Tim Rose, Admiral Akbar, are also there. And then we have a bunch all the uh, all the quote architects of the High Republic: um, Kevin Scott, Charles Soule, Claudia Gray, Daniel Jose Older. Uh, Justina Ireland are going to be there and Doug Chang and of course Steve Sansweet mm-hmm. then for stage host Amy Ratcliffe and Dan Zare and Michael Pappas yes yeah yes I'll be I'll be hosting the uh the professional podcast stage <laughs> yeah someday someday that's where you're headed that's where you're headed tickets are available through my Everbright link um, you send them to me if they're twenty dollars each. Twenty dollars, and $20. You, you know all proceeds will go to um, the Max Pappas uh, Man Cave Foundation. So don't make him flex on you. You won't like him when he's angry. Money bags, maximum paps. Uh, and and sadder news. Um, we had uh, not really Star Wars related the passing of uh, Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah, man, that one hurts. I love that yeah. dude. I love that crazy little motherfucker. He was awesome. And, he's awesome in the eighties. He's awesome in the nineties. He's awesome in the two thousands. Then he's awesome on cameo for fans in like the late two thousand tens into now or up until now. So I have uh, a clip of uh, a story. Gilbert Godfrey uh, is going to read us a story real quick. Hi, this is Gilbert Godfrey. Did you ever hear the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? I thought not. It's not a story that Jedi would tell you. It's a fifth legend. Darth Plagueis was a dark lord of the Sith, so powerful and so wise, he could use the Force to influence the Midichlorians to create life. He had such a knowledge of the dark side that he could even keep the ones he cared about from dying. The dark side of the Force ah, is a pathway to many abilities some consider to be unnatural. 
he became so powerful, the uh, only thing he was afraid of was losing his power, which eventually, of course, he did. Unfortunately, he taught his apprentice everything he knew. Then his apprentice killed him in his sleep. It's ironic. He could save others from death, but not himself. Sheev Palpatine. (laughs) What a great Palpatine impression. Palpatine. A Sheev Palpatine impression. Oh, he really knows how to give uh, some insight into the midichlorians. That's amazing. Lurkians. I think I'm gonna the listen shit. to that. I think I'm gonna listen to that on repeat tonight on my on my AirPods. Go to sleep, like for six yeah. hours. I think that's gonna be like my like you know some people use the Calm app or the Mood app and meditate. Oh. I'm gonna listen to Gilbert Godfrey tell me the story of Darth Plagueis the Wise for six hours in my REM. Yeah, that's my like REM. your sleepy pause. Your for sleepy me, yeah, pause. for my twisted mind. Yeah, my uh, that that's what we just discovered that this works really well with my kids. This sleepy pause thing—it's just like a koala. It's like snuggle down, Da-da-da. and it tells this little story. And I found a nine-hour loop of it on YouTube. Oh, you gotta so... hook me up. We get, you gotta give me all these little tricks, dude. Please. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing we need to uh, we need to start planning. I'm gonna make a group. We yeah. start inviting people. And we're going to have a, a digital Papa's baby, Papa's princess diaper party. Princess, princess pa- Papa's. Princess Papa's diaper, diaper party. Princess Papa's, princess Papa's diaper party. That's yeah. what we need to do. Yeah. And uh, Heather's going to come to that virtually, not on yeah. chat. Right. Yep. We can get, uh, yeah, I mean, we should be able to. And we got to get Pampers Swaddlers for you, man. That's the way. That's the only way to go. You don't want right. to cheap out on diapers. Now, do I do I wear a diaper to this uh, event, or do I just do I just uh, make you guys wear diapers? You all wear to, you know, how does that? Uh... I think well, Bill Bill already wears diapers, so he'll uh, he'll be fit right into the uh, listen. Fest- I worked in nursing homes for seven years. Uh, I still got friends that, that work there. Um, my wife works for hospice. I have got a main line to some adult briefs, so I am I am all over that. All right, all we actually that. we probably could have used those for my bachelor party. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But those days are those days are behind me now. Now it's uh, it's not me trying to contain myself; it's me trying to contain my spawn. So, my little princess, yeah, that's, whenever she gets that's here, be, ten, that's, 10 weeks away. That's going to be a full-time job for you, my friend. It's going to be a full-time job. I know, man. I, I know. I'm, I'm prepping for it, though. I'm utilizing a lot of my free time by getting ready for her, so then that free time will then go to her. So, I think that's yeah. the right way to do it. I don't know if there yeah. is a right way to do it, but I'm going to fucking keep her alive. That's the only thing I know I'm for sure about. I'll be able to keep the baby alive. Keeping her alive. 
Yeah. yeah. Whether yeah. you whether you emotionally scar her or not, that's a different story. Well, yeah. Well, well, we're not. I mean, listen, <laughs> listen. One thing at a time. You know. <laughs> I mean, you're asking for a lot there. <laughs> Just uh, base your parenting off of oh. uh, off of Jonathan Kent. Um, okay. From uh, Smallville, and I think ah. it'll be fine. I think it'll be fine. All right. Um, yeah, well, yeah. I, I, I'd rather go the Uncle Ben route, but yeah, I mean, Jonathan Kent's fine. I mean, he's not Uncle Ben. Josh, he's not the first one I'd pick, but you know, that's Uncle fine. Ben. You don't want to go the Uncle Ben route. At least Jonathan Kent sticks around. They both die from. <laughs> they're, they're both. <laughs> right. I pick either of them. Right. The endings. <laughs> the, the, I, either one inevitably is not a great way to go. So. <laughs> pick oh, your man. poison. That's- Let's think about we were who's a good parental figure in pop culture. Not Yoda. Fuck that Yoda. Doesn't that doesn't bite it, man? Why? Um, Qui Gon, bad choice. Yeah, gone, gone. Ben, Ben Kenobi, done. He's gone as soon as yeah. he gets on the picture. I mean, <clears throat> I think Owen did an okay job, but eventually he gets fried. He was a drunk uh, dude. The guy was such an Uncle alcoholic. Owen? Total alcoholic. You think so? Yeah, you can see it on his face at dinner. This guy's a boozer. Maybe. Ah, miserable. This guy's miserable. Hates his life. With, hates his wife. He was wormy for 19 years. This guy hates his wife. Hates his life. Well, his nephew hates him. Terrible. She went downhill, man. Like those Tatooine sons. Like you yeah, look man. at Baru in episode two, episode three. Oh, bueno. Dude, she was she was a looker. Young no, Baru. I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying later. Yeah, later. And yeah. then you know he's got this whiny kid that, uh, you know, he didn't sign up for that. Every kid's whiny. Yeah, yeah. Well, who do you think was? I saw a poll. I saw a poll on on Facebook uh, the other day. Out of all the Skywalkers, um, and they were including Anakin. Yeah, Luke. And Ben, Ben Solo. Mm-hmm. Who's the whiniest? Oh man! Oh, just and and I, I don't, I don't think he is the whiniest, but I think he's portrayed as the whiniest due to the way we got we received the live action. Probably, mm, I'd say Hayden Christensen as Anakin Skywalker mm-hmm. is the most portrayed, but the most whiniest is probably Luke Skywalker because. He doesn't even attempt to become a Jedi until he's, you know, an adolescent. At least Anakin, like, got some balls. Like, you're not seeing Luke Skywalker. He's still whiny. Anakin's still whiny. Like, he, he yeah, becomes... No, he is. He is. You know, he's but like, like, the more like, powerful I'm on my way to Yoda. Station. But, yeah, but Luke whines in A New Hope a he's lot. He's holding dude. me back! Yes. And then... Yeah. What have I done? Even after he's turned to the dark, you know, and then even as Vader, he's all like, no, but. Yeah, I guess Anakin's the morniest. What is it like the, I, like I the, uh, what? No? I don't think so. I think, okay, I think Luke is the least whiniest. Okay. He's super whiny when you first meet him. Yeah. Empire, he's still kind of whiny, but yeah. Return of the, by the time you hit Return of the Jedi, he is not whiny at all. He's you're like going to go, you're going to go with Ben Solo. Yeah, yeah. 
because Darth Vader, he's whiny as a he's not really whiny as a kid. Anakin Solo or Anakin Solo, Anakin Anakin Skywalker in Episode One is not actually like he's he's also anti whine. He is a slave. He is made to clean up for for flying. Uh, should have been voiced by Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah, Toydarian. Yeah, uh, Watto. Yeah. Um, and you know he's not whiny about it. He's like trying to help everybody out. He's he's doing his job at you know, cleaning up racks and stuff. You know, he's he's happy when he gets out. He's not whiny. He gets into the Jedi Order and everybody starts telling him like, "Oh, hey, you can't love your mom anymore. You can't be." And uh, yeah, you know, you got an in with this super hot senator over here, but that's wrong too. Um, so I think that he becomes whiny because he wasn't indoctrinated the same way. Yeah, so Ben but Solo is like, yeah, he's whiny the whole time, dude. Yeah, he's he never... like, he, he's like Gen Z. He had it all. He had nothing to bitch about, and all he does is yep. bitch. He's spoiled, yep. spoiled little shit. He's nothing to bitch. He's he basically had everything he wants. Comes from royalty. Comes from midichlorian blood, chosen one blood. He's like literally has the galaxy at his fingertips and he throws it all away to be a little bitch. And, and, uh, Anakin on the other hand was a slave, still happy, you know, keeps getting fucking the short end of the stick in terms of the, the council turning him down to Qui-Gon's death, to Obi-Wan, to not being able to bang Padme, even when he, he had some hair on his balls. And then Luke on the other hand is still not as whiny because he had to suck it up as a farm boy. He had to learn the hard way until he had his opportunity, and he took his opportunity when he took it. So, yeah, I'm with you. Ben Solo's the bitch. <clears throat> yeah, because Anakin starts off not whiny, he becomes whiny, he becomes Darth Vader, and then he's not really as whiny as Darth Vader. He just doesn't yeah. take anybody's crap. He yeah. just choke a fool. Uh, and then, like you said, like Luke is whiny, but then he matures and becomes Jedi Master Luke. It's like anti-whine. Ben Solo is whiny as a child whiny because of who his parents are whiny when he becomes a jedi student whiny as a knight of ren whiny as supreme leader <laughs> it's basically like, it goes from baby boomer to millennial i skipped gen x i guess they're the same today and then to gen z that's how yeah. it goes that's that yeah, so uh rob sketchcraft uh and jason were talking the other day about how uh like every romance is determined by like the era or whatever it was uh, developed in. And I was like, yeah, that, uh, yep. That makes absolute sense. Right on. Especially when it comes down to Kylo and Ray, because how is their relationship? Toxic as fuck. I don't know. Toxic. And how do they communicate? Yeah. Not, not, not in the physical form. No, they're force timing, FaceTime. Yeah, they're force timing. They're force timing. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So right it's 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 interesting. Um, yeah, speaking of uh, episode, so I told you that we played Lego Star Wars. We played through episode one, and then uh, Grace was like, "I want to watch the movie with the little boy," and I was like, "All right." So I put on. Phantom Menace for her. She watched uh-huh. all the way through Phantom Menace. Nice. Which is the first time she's ever watched all the way through it. And I wasn't sure what I was going to do when we got to the end. Um, Because I'm still really trying to hide some things from her. 
Okay. Uh, like I t- well, she I doesn't know that ago. she doesn't know that's Darth Vader, right? Right. She right. thinks that Anakin Skywalker and Darth Vader are two completely separate, totally separate entities. Right. Um, but also, like you know, we were just playing. She got really, you know, she's like Master Qui Gon, Master Master, and then while they're she's watching the final battle. I checked, I have a camera um, that kind of catches part of my living room, like looking out the window, like a security camera. And I had to go back and check it. And I got my phone out one second too late. But she's watching the duel between Obi-Wan, Darth Maul, and Qui-Gon. And when Darth Maul kicks Obi-Wan off the platform and he falls, I don't know how many stories, and hits... Um, she literally put her hand to her mouth and like gasped when that happened. So I was like, oh man, she's really, she's really getting into this. Um, but, uh, so it was coming to the end of it and I was like, man, do I let her watch Qui-Gon die or do I stop it? And I ended up letting it play through and letting her uh, her watch Qui Gon, and uh, she was like, "Oh, he's upset because uh, he was." She was explaining it to my son, explaining it to Luke that uh, he's upset because Darth Maul poked him, poked him with his lightsaber, and now he's hurt. And then she was asking me whether or not she's like, "Does Qui Gon does he come back, or is he dead forever?" And I'm like, "Oh well, you know, he comes back." So. So that was that was good at least that uh, I could say that. But since then, she has watched the Phantom Menace uh, three times. So um, she's hooked on the Phantom Menace right now. She loves Jar Jar Binks. Uh, she loves the Pod Race. She loves Little Boy Anakin. Um, so she is uh, she's all over it, man. Yeah, you know, George was on to something when he said Star Wars is for kids and Jar Jar Binks ain't so bad and you'll see why. Yeah. Once he stopped being a bunch of man children, man babies. Yeah. You know? The, the, I don't the I don't whole... mind him today. I don't mind him. I'm excited to I'll gonna show my kids Jar Jar Binks and be proud of it. Just like yeah, and I think that's how it works, man. Like you said, uh is, follow your lead. It's perfect. Gosh. For them that uh but yeah just her reaction watching it and watching like she was like on the edge of her seat sitting looking up at the television and then i watched her re- i was trying to get my phone out to record but when darth maul kicks him off the bridge and she literally she's just like <gasps> gasps <laughs> like, oh man how's she gonna yeah. take like yeah <laughs> i don't know maybe next year every year they you know they they, they become so much more just you know, intelligent and understanding about things. So maybe give her the next year. Yeah. Well, I mean, she ended up watching it, um, and then oh. uh, I don't know if I, I don't know if you could hear me when you when you stepped away for a second, but she uh, she watched. Then when when uh, Qui Gon got stabbed, my son goes, "Oh no!" And he's like kind of half paying attention, but this is the first time she's like sat down and watched the movie with me. And uh, she's like, he's upset, buddy, because Master got poked by Darth oh, Maul. Man. And, uh, and then she goes, a minute later, she's like, why is he holding him? Why is he holding him? Like, is he going to get up? 
And oh I no! Like, and I was like, "Well, not right, no." And she's, and then after me, she goes, "Is Master Qui Gon dead for forever? Is he gone for good, or does he come back?" And I was like, How do you answer "He comes that? back." I was like, "He comes back." <laughs> All That's right. the good thing that I can say with Qui Gon, right? Like, you're right. Yeah, out of everyone, he comes back. So, yeah. But yeah, that's what I, I, I think that uh, maybe I'll show her. I'll let her play out episode one for a while. That'll mm-hmm. be her Star Wars. Because she keeps, like I said, she's watched it three times now since we yeah. watched it like two days ago. Yeah, um, the, the shock the, the, the shock the, is already. You it's know. already there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, so that can be her Star Wars for a while. Basically play it out as if she's growing up with them. And <laughs> or they're like, you know, we had to wait like three years between these things. That's right. Give it a few years, and I think that because uh, that's the thing, Star Wars Episode One gets so much crap for the the plot, mm. but it plays fine for a five year old. You know, she just yeah. looks all that taxation stuff and everything. She's like, "All right, they're being bad. They got the bad robots. They're being mean to the queen." And that's what she was focused on when we were playing Lego. She's like, "We got to save the queen and keep her safe from the bad robots." That's right. And then we're going to take out the bad robots. And take out Darth Maul. And that's how it is. We're all good. So, and Jar Jar, she loves Jar Jar. Um, loves all of the, and she was like, they're being mean to all the Jar Jars. We got to yeah. take out all the bad robots. Uh, yeah. I want to play Star Wars Lego with Gracie. Sounds so much fun. Too bad I have it for PS5. I don't have it for Xbox. Well, when we're in New York, um, are we looking for good babysitters? Um, we can uh, drop the kids off, let you and Jenny get a little taste. Yeah. Um, trial by fire, right? Yeah, trial by fire. <laughs> but yeah, man. We uh, probably could use the experience. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean. She'd love it. Though. She'd love it down here. She'd, yeah? She'd go, she'd go wild. Now, you're, you're a little guy. I don't know. Oh man, he'd be, he'd be throwing shit off my shelves. Yeah, he'd be eating it up. He into everything. Yep. Yeah, he. Uh, it took him about five minutes battling with my nephew back in our resort room um, to bust one of the lightsaber blades that I just bought. Oh man, five minutes, huh? Five, five minutes. Wow. And he just he hit. He went to swing at my nephew pretty hard. And he jumped out of the way, and she ended up hitting. He ended up hitting like the side of the, the TV console thing, oh, just man. the just the very tip. So it like popped the tip off. Yeah, cracked it a little bit. But I got some acrylic. Actually, the one I was using, got some acrylic, uh, like Super Duty. Yep. Stuff and put it on there, and yeah. so Oof. far it's uh, working good. And there you go. Come off again. But. Uh, yeah, um, the only other news that I see up here is that supposedly from small screen here, uh, it says that Lars Mikkelsen's um, live action debut as live action Thrawn is supposed to, supposedly they're saying it's going to be confirmed at Celebration, which I, I buy that. Yeah, I'm in. Uh, I, I thought... Uh, we uh, we all speculated it was him for a while now, right? So this would be just the official. 
Yeah, so he's the voice in uh, Rebels. Yeah, but I meant for live action. Like, they're just going to have him do it. Yeah. Um, trying to see if... This is small screen that's that's saying this, but I'm trying to see if uh, where they got their information from. Half the time, you know, you go to these sites, and then it uh, if you really look into it, it goes back to normally either Bestman Bulletin or making Star Wars. Right. But uh, I'm not really seeing... Not really seeing anything. So we got that look to look forward to. So um Yeah, dude, I'm psyched for that and the uh Hails from the Jedi panel and, and, and Fallen Order too. Those are like my top ones. Yeah, and I guess uh um Bad Batch season two is getting its own panel, so maybe they'll tell us when that's never gonna come out now because it was supposed to come out this spring and it's been pushed back. Yeah. Or it was rumored to have come out this spring, which I think might have been like a marketing oops um like some copy and paste from last the last uh banner that they put up um yeah but we'll see and hopefully that delivers a little bit more than what season one did uh yeah and, and we'll probably get a due date for mando 3 because the production's done they're in post now and if they're in post it tells me that they'll be able to estimate you know time frame yeah Hopefully by like May twenty fifth, twenty sixth, we'd be able to get a date. Uh, I know one so, of the actors. One of the actors said like, "Yeah, like you're, you're going to see it sooner than you think," um, meaning like perhaps this summer, but they may not. Gideon, you know, like no, Carlo, I think. Yeah, John Carlo Esposito said like, "Yeah, you, you'll get it sooner than you think, probably this summer." But you know, the actors don't know. Like the actors come, they do their job, they leave. They're not in charge of production. They no fuck, you know. They say things all the time like that. I'm almost like, dude, were you even there? Like, how do right. how do the fans know better than the actors do? It's really unbelievable sometimes. And then sometimes I feel like they play coy. Like, like are they just making shit up to sound dumb on purpose so they don't get in trouble? You, you ever know? done that? Me all you the time. You ever think that? You ever Every think day. that? Uh, have you ever have you ever like uh, mispronounced something on purpose to make it seem like you don't know as much about it as you do? You're like, oh, yeah, probably all the time. I think it's just, at this point it's just automatic. I was watching yeah. Graham a uh, clip of uh, of uh, Ian McGregor and Graham Norton, ah. and uh, they pulled out the lightsaber, and he was like, uh, he was like, "Oh yeah, this is the one I used," or something like that. Yeah, and it was it was coy. the the Anakin Skywalker lightsaber. We're like, come on, man, him. how can you? How can you think that? Yeah. You no. Know, how many hours have, did you handle that thing? You got. Nah, he, he he just he doesn't want to pry into that like the detail. He just oh yeah, there it is. It's like the same thing. Yeah, you know. I I more appreciate uh, Mace Windu. You know Sam Jackson when he was like, yeah, yeah this is my lightsaber. I got my lightsaber. <laughs> it is yeah. engraved, badass motherfucker on my lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. And I kept this thing. Oh, he said. And I'm ready to come back whenever you want me to. I love that man. Yeah. He's great. He's like George, Kathleen. Now he's like Kathleen. Back, you know, ten years ago, he's like George. Now he's like Kathleen. Like he well, keeps asking. I guess he said that uh, it was in an interview the other day. I guess he just did a project with Bryce Dallas Howard, and he said he hasn't really reached out to anybody uh, about Star Wars and the new, you know. And but he said that he talked to her. He was like, "Hey, you like me, right?" And she's you get like, me yeah, back. You're great. You're, no, like, doesn't he? Doesn't Star he do Wars the whole? Now? 
Yeah, but doesn't he yeah. do the whole thing? Like, he's like, you know, I, I just got thrown out of a window. Like, I'm yeah. still alive. You know I'm still right. alive, right? Because, like, we all know in Star what? Wars, if you don't see somebody die, then right. they're still Who's alive. Who's never died in Star Wars by falling? Who's died and stayed dead in Star Wars by falling from a great height? Nobody. Not Maul, not Palpatine, not Luke, not Vader. Yeah. None of yeah. them. So None of them. Definitely not Mace Windu. I was watching uh, an interview, an old interview with um, from Star Wars Theory uh, when he was interviewing uh, Matthew Stover, who is the author of Revenge of the Sith, the Revenge yeah. of the Sith novelization, which is epic. Um, and he was talking about it there. He was yeah. like, yeah, I even left it open-ended in the book because I was really hoping that Mace Windu still going to come back and I want to write that. Like, I would be all over that story. He's going to and... be all over that. He's, he's, he's got it in his head already. <laughs> oh, yeah. But he's got – he's he's a He'll pretty be back. cool author. Too. I, 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 would, I would be so surprised in the next five years if we don't see Mace Windu back in some regard. You so know. let's see. Uh, out, of all the, out of all the panels, uh, I'm trying to think of all the panels I think we're going to get. Imagine we get Mando. a Windu panel. Imagine we get a Windu oh, panel. Man. Well, I was thinking that because I think we're gonna we should get an Attack of the Clones twentieth anniversary, ah, just like we got Phantom Menace. So right. that would be sweet right. to see Sam Jackson back. There. We could see Sam Jackson there. Uh, we could see Liam extra, Neeson there. Extra Jetster. Well, no, Liam Neeson wouldn't be there for Attack of the Clones. No, no, no. Natalie Portman, oh, maybe it's Hay- Hayden. Uh, well, you know, Chris Hayden to be there. Christopher to be there. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Natalie. Christopher Lee's Force Ghost will be there. I wonder uh, if Marvel's got Natalie on that contract for Thor. That's what yeah. I'm thinking. So, Attack of the Clones 20th anniversary panel. Mm. Mandalorian season three panel. Uh, Bad Batch panel. Fallen Order panel, which could coincide with the Tales of the Jedi panel, maybe. Maybe. If it's going to be Cal Kestis related. Uh, what if we what if we maybe, get a um an acolyte panel, dude? Ooh, oh, I was Andor. Andor is shot. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, we'll we get can. that. No, we'll get we'll a get trailer an Andor panel, maybe. Yeah, and a tra- and a trailer. Yeah, we'll probably get like a short, like they did with uh, with with Mando, where they'll probably show a trailer, but they won't re- release it, and it'll just it'll be all over the internet, but it'll just be really crummy. You know, yeah, iPhone you know that'll video. be one that uh, that's going to be um, low expectations and high high surprise. High delivery, similar similar to Rogue One, like that that's going to have uh, yeah high delivery. It's going to probably have a lot of energy to it. And you're probably going to see a lot of surprises in that trailer that it's going to raise a lot of eyebrows and get people really amped. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I like, and that. I think I that think gonna that's going to be dark. I think that's going to be darker. So they were talking about like Kenobi and what the uh, like Deborah Chow and everybody has said that like it starts off dark and then it kind of your spirits get lifted and you know you get the new hope kind of thing coming in leading into episode four. But Andor, I think it has to lead. So Kenobi has to go from a dark spot, like a dark place in Kenobi's life, like PTSD just got over the Clone Wars, everybody he knows is slaughtered, to lead into the more hopeful Obi-Wan that we see. But Andor has to lead into the Andor that we get presented to at the beginning of Rogue One. It needs to end on a dark on a darker note. Yeah, he's still yeah. he's shooting his informant in the back, like killing the guy just to get him, you know, 
because he knows that he doesn't want to put him through interrogations. Like Grace would totally agree. She did not yeah. want to be put through interrogations either. Uh, but um, that, so it's got to, it cannot be hopeful. I think it's got to go dark the whole time. It's going to maintain yeah. a dark tone. So that's, that's where you can get a lot of your nitty gritty. They've got to bring Saw Guerrero back in that. I think that is a perfect place. Yeah, what is he? What is he doing? What, what else is he doing? Why wouldn't he come back? Being a part, being a partisan. So we're gonna get uh, spoiler Kenobi. There's gonna be Saw Guerrero. The partisans are gonna be in Kenobi. It sounds like that, uh, but we're not gonna see. So we're probably not going to see Sagrera, but we're going to no. hear about the partisans. And I think that's going to lead in perfectly to Andor. That yeah. I think that's going to be the, uh, that's the connect. The Obi-Wan Andor connection will be through the partisans. That makes sense. Yep. Yeah. I wonder and if I we'll see Jetta, if we'll see Jetta at all. That would be cool. Yeah. That'd be cool. But yeah, so I think those are the, I think those are the panels that I can think of. Of course, there's going to be tons of other ones, but the main yeah, ones. Yeah, you may get, you may get a surprise, dude. There's stuff under lock and key that we, that, that are not in press or not being publicized at all that are not. And I think that's what the Tales of the Jedi one is going to be. That's going to yeah. be the big surprise one. Most people, Tales of the Jedi is not even on their record. Yeah, I, I just, I just think it's weird their, having. Like on their, yeah. Yeah, no, I Radar. know. Tales of the Jedi is not on some most most people's top three or top five. So that well, would I don't be... think most people are aware of it. Like you go ask most yeah. your average Star Wars fans, like, "Hey, what do you think about Tales of the Jedi coming out?" People are yeah. like, "What's Tales of the Jedi?" Man? Well, we we only found out about it because of the um, the internal um, creative logo art that was on. Christmas uh, was gift. it just swag? It was a Christmas gift for like the employees at Lucasfilm, and then there was a brief synopsis that came out. Like it was like what three sentences in like some press release somewhere back in like February or January. Yeah, maybe I don't even remember that. Maybe I do. I I, I remember it, and I, I think that we were trying to figure out if it was animation or live action. And then I know I know making Star Wars and Bespin went back and forth on like animations, live action. Yeah, now we're kind of on the live action side of things for that yeah i i was going to say though i think it's odd to me being my fourth celebration going there and not having a panel based on some cinematic content like well, that's what the, theatrical theatrical format like you know what i mean like not having a film is it's weird i didn't even have kenobi on here yeah duh kenobi kenobi panel i think is going to be the big one it's going to be i don't what's... know if they're going to do a panel for that because we're going to have the first two episodes out like before no. No, not now. They switched it, remember? No, Friday. Well, Friday. The next day we're going to have. So I think they're going to have the panel the first day, just like what they did with, like, with The Last Jedi, with uh, Rise of Skywalker, with the first day, I think they're going to have the big panel, and I think that they will show the first episode there, or the first two episodes that they're going to premiere. Yeah, it's just so it's so sudden. I'm not used to that, you know. Like we'd get the panel, and then the film would be six months later. So, right. like 24 hours, or maybe not even 24 hours. Maybe we'll get that, like what I said, Thursday night screenings at Celebration. Yeah. In like five different locations, one being outside. I think that would be really cool. But who knows, dude? I don't know. I don't think they'll do it outside. Well, I. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, I guess you're right. No, I'm be... in the same mindset as you. I'm in the same mindset as you. I'm yeah. thinking like, okay, it's not going to come out for six months. They don't. They don't care. You know, it's coming out the next day. 
if people see little bits and pieces of it, if little bits and pieces of it get leaked online, it's coming out like the next night. Yeah. Midnight. Yeah. You know. And I guess you'd have the, you know, the Deborah Chow, Hayden, Ewan, um, and then the new actors. Have them all out there. O'Shea Jackson. Uh-huh. Yeah. Reva. I'm there. Reva. Yeah. The, the third sister. Yeah, it was weird. I was, I was, weird I was... they went with that name, by the way. With Reva? Yeah, I mean, it's one letter off from like a, a really iconic special character to fans. You know, with with no real attachment, it's just kind of yeah. weird. I wonder if she gave herself that name by by, and you know, being envious or or idolizing her favorite Sith Lord, which would be really really cool. Ooh, well, I think that's her birth name, right? I we don't know. I think Reva you know? is her birth name, and then she just goes by. The How do third you know sister. that? That's mm-hmm. what I think. That's my theory. I'm just theorizing. I don't mm-hmm. know that. But from what I have heard in the ether, yeah. um, I think that Reva is her birth. And then that makes me question, okay, so Obi, so the Jedi are like a small town community, basically. There's like 10,000 Jedi. But if you're right. from a small town where there's like 10,000 people, you know, mo- you know a lot of the people. And if you don't know them, you know of them. Like you've heard the name. Right. Yeah. So my question is, this is the perfect app. Do we find out what the Grand Inquisitor's actual name is? Do we find out what the fifth because Obi-Wan probably knows these guys? Like that can be his he can be like his point of view can be a vehicle for us to find out what the Grand Inquisitor's actual name is. Yeah, but you don't he know if he knew all the Jedi himself. Temple guards like names. I mean, if say there's a you know, a couple dozen Jedi Temple guards or hundreds, I don't know. He's gonna know right. everybody's name. No, I don't know. maybe. But maybe he looks. Maybe he looks into it. I mean, he could maybe look into it still. Like, who knows how much information is stored in those holocrons? You know that they all took with them. Yeah, you figure Which, out who this guy is. That bummed me out when I was at Galaxy's Edge that they were sold out of Jedi holocrons because I I was about to buy me a Jedi holocron and like five crystals. And you can't get them online, right? You can. You can. Norm, That's no fun. Price. That's no fun. Yeah. Got to get in the park. And you got to go but, kyber yeah. crystal hunting for a black kyber crystal, right? You didn't? Did you do that? You didn't get one. Uh, so the old trick was. I know you look through the light and you can see through the. Take your. Yeah, you take your phone. And yeah. you use your phone and you shine the, shine it through. Flashlight. Yeah. Uh, they fixed that. They must have like a piece of uh, paper or something in there now. Yep. That. Uh, to diffuse it. But yeah, I think that uh I thought that would be a good vehicle for us to learn a little bit more backstory on the the inquisitors, but I don't think we're going to I, I don't think like I guess that's not going to be the point, right? I think no. uh, uh, I, I mean I don't think I don't think that there's time for their backstory. I don't want Reva, their, I don't going to get Reva's backstory. Like, yeah, we're probably learn all about Reva. Yeah, I mean, look, if you, you you need the the antagonist needs some depth, so you 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 understand like the the motive and the drive and all of that, and you know they're going to go into some of that stuff. But I don't want them to waste too much time on it. In my, for me, because like six episodes, right? No, not even 
Six? Six. Five. Six. Yeah, well, I mean, if, if some of them are 30 minutes, I mean, I, I want a little more than three hours of, of this. If we're gonna, It's going to be a show, not a film. Yeah. It I mean, but then again, we know it was a... Now it could be five, kind of, because they're releasing two at the same time, so... Yeah, well, if Jason's right, and they are longer episodes, but then to your point, if it's five minutes of freaking... of the credits, because of all the language stuff, and then the, the opener is counting with the recap plus the, 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 the intro... Um, yeah. Yeah, we'll have to see. I hope it's longer than three hours. Oh, I think it'd be about four hours. Yeah, that'd be good. Four hours. That'd be good because then it pays to get it like in 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 small doses instead of a full movie. Yeah. You know, just not too long. Like it's long enough where you're going to get more depth in the stuff, and you can kind of go into more things. But it's yeah. short enough too that in the future I can like I can just watch sit down and watch it if I want to. Yeah, yeah. That that's the thing. It's it's for the 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 long the long game, right? Like yeah. we'll have a four hours of it instead of the two hours and twenty minute format that we always get. So, so so coming up on future episodes of talking like here's something that I really want to do and I've been wanting to do for a while. I think we should uh, we sh- we should start this off. Um, I'm on an episode one kick right now because of Grace. I want to start doing, I want to do a, a commentary, a watch through commentary. Yeah, we said we uh, were going to do that, I think, with T, right? And Casey? Yeah. Or just T? I think, I think maybe with Casey. Um, but I would love to get um, like a round table of us. So, um, Bill. Yeah. You, me, um, Casey, T. Yep. Um, We'll we'll see how scheduling goes to get everybody in here. Uh, Heather right. as well. She can just she can just give us comments. Yeah, one of us can read her comments on the fly. But uh, yeah, I'd like to get that get that going here soon as a, not as like a weekly episode, but like something that we can just no, we can do it monthly. We can start with episode one, work yeah. our way up, throw Rogue One and Solo in there, and then you know yeah. if we dig it, we can do the shows. All right, guys. That's all I got for you tonight, Mikey. Nice, dude. I'm happy to have you back. So, yeah, we're, uh, to we're gonna be. We've got the uh, the countdown. The week. What do we got? Six weeks. Six seven weeks. Let's see. Seven. How many? No, six. Six. Let me ask Google here. How many days until May 26th? Unnecessary. Forty-one days. Yeah, about that. 41 days, man. So, yeah, the countdown has begun. But, uh, yeah, you guys can follow us uh, at Talking Sith Pod um, across most social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook. Um, and then we're streaming to the Pop Culture Hour. Yep. Um, you can find me at Maximum Paps and at the Pop Culture Hour every day Facebook group. Uh, and uh, and yeah, we'll be we doing it every week, celebrating uh, the Obi Wan launch. Psyched. Yeah, man. And then whatever we get hit with, like you said, there's bound to be some surprises at celebration that's going to keep us talking for a while. Yeah, Forrest Ghost Gilbert Gottfried will be there. I'll be chilling with him. Yeah. Be hanging out all day. It'd be awesome. <laughs> Hi, this is Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> Should have just ended it with that. <laughs> <laughs>
great. Can we just end it with that, please? There we go. All right, guys. Until next time, may the force be with you. Hi, this is Gilbert Gottfried. Did you ever hear the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? I thought not. It's not a story that Jedi would tell you. It's a fifth legend. Darth Plagueis (laughs) was a dark lord of the fifth. So powerful and so wise, he could use the force to influence the Midichlorians to create life. He had such a knowledge of the dark side that he could even keep the ones he cared about from dying. The dark side of the force, ah is a pathway to many abilities some consider to be unnatural. He became so powerful. The uh, only thing he was afraid of was losing his power, which eventually, of course, he did. Unfortunately, he taught his apprentice everything he knew. Then his apprentice killed him in his sleep. It's ironic. He could save others from death, but not himself. Sheev Palpatine. I love that so much. That's one of my favorite <laughs> things, man. And, like, I, I, I took it for granted when Gilbert was alive. Now I'm going to watch that every week. It makes <laughs> me so happy. I don't know why. I'm- Look for uh, look for a loop of that, everybody on our uh, on our YouTube. I'm gonna make that for you, Mikey, and throw that up there. All right, <laughs> all right, dude. Good. <laughs> Everything expressed in the podcast is the intellectual property of Talking Sith. We are not affiliated with Disney or Lucasfilm in any way. Star Wars is their property. We just like to talk about it.